Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Sellout Sports, episode number two. And uh, so we got a great show coming up here. Uh, college football last night, Mike. I did my homework. I watched a shitload of college football, all, really all just uh, in one night. Um, that's, what, that's what I like to hear. I'll give you some more homework later in the show. Oh, I've got more homework. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, all your homework, you're just going to watch a shitload of movies first, and then, you know, then we'll get to the rest. But, <laughs> yeah, so we got college football. Uh, we have our first installment of Blockbusters. You guys will find out what that is. And uh, talking a little NFL, but, you know, college has the spotlight for now. And then, uh, you know, I think it'll share it as we get into the NFL season. Um, you know, but a couple of big games coming up for football. Colorado, you know, not ranked, but come on, Deion Sanders, prime time. I, I, I got to say, I, I'm excited to watch that game. Uh, maybe not more than number five LSU and number eight Florida State, but I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. what, what's going on in Colorado, you know? I mean, they had like 50 something transfers, so it's going to be really interesting to see, to kind of see where that goes. And uh, so, yeah, well, uh, without any further ado, let's get into it. So, yeah, you know, as I said, um, Utah 24 over Florida 11. That's such a perfect score for, uh, you know, an early season game for one, but also a game in Utah, which is just, like, notoriously difficult to play in. Like, for whatever reason, it's just one of those places where, like, teams go to die. And, and, <laughs> and I mean, and the crowd noise was obviously a problem, but I'm telling you, man, Utah did not win this game. Florida, Florida lost it. They were so bad. Um, and so, I mean, like, it's kind of a predictable score, you know, like, or you probably would have predicted this score knowing who their quarterback was, who their coach was, and where they were playing, right? But I'm telling you, man, I, I do, I, starting with Billy Napier, you know, second year head coach of Florida, I don't understand with, with, the, with this quarterback. Why, why are you throwing the football? I think it was 49 dropbacks. The, guy, the kid got sacked five times. He was, the, the stats don't really show it. He was 31 of 44, 306, touchdown, interception. Um, sorry, what's his name, Mertz? Yeah, yeah Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz, Wisconsin Tran- transfer. Transfer yeah. from Wisconsin. He was bad, man. And, and really, I think the best stat that probably shows that, other than the interception, which was brutal and led to a touchdown, um, but he was bad. And, and they were 1 of 13 on third downs. That's- and uh, – uh, and then two of five on fourth down because they had they ended up going for it a lot on fourth down. But here's the thing, man. Again, you look at that score. At one point, yes, it was twenty four to three late in the game. Um, but for most of the game, Florida was in it, and they just abandoned the running game. I, d- I don't understand how Billy Napier does that. Yeah, you can't you can't put the ball in Graham Mertz's hands, right? I mean, you just said it. A Wisconsin transfer like that. That's a school not known for their quarterbacks, right? Like, okay, Russell Wilson transferred there, but uh, not known. Like, they're known for their running game, right? Like, to put the ball in his hands. Like, I don't understand Bill, Billy Napier's game plan there because, like, is he just addicted to quarterbacks throwing under sixty percent completion? Because I mean, Anthony Richardson last year, right? Not an accurate passer at this time, and I mean, Mertz, his completion percentage was better yesterday, yes, but he he completed like 57.4 percent of his passes at wisconsin last year like 19 touchdowns 10 interceptions just not a guy like you're like oh this is like this is where we want to go with the program one to even transfer him in but to go a step further and like oh this is our guy and we're going to utilize him yeah 
it, it, and I'm telling you, man, it was one of those watching the game. It, it, like when the game was over and I checked the box score, I was shocked to find out 31 of 44. It just like I was like, that's not no way. Yeah. Um, it was just that kind of game. And then, you know, uh, so uh, Pearsall is like his his stud receiver at Florida. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's a four three guy, and he's and he's pretty big. I, he might be an early round pick. I don't know. Um, and he just and he couldn't get him the ball. And then the one time he got him the ball deep. He underthrew. It should have been a touchdown. He Pearsall toasted the corner, and it, it should have been an eighty-yard touchdown. Ended up being like a forty-yard gain. I can't remember if it turned into a, a field goal for Florida, but it's just, um, just a just a terrible performance. And it's not just him. I mean, Florida's secondary was terrible. Um, one of the best uh, best names in college football, I'd say, Money Parks. Yeah, great uh, name. So, I mean, the, the other thing about this is Utah playing with two backup quarterbacks. Um, and so, yeah, for very first play of the game, 70 yards to Money Parks, but really just horrible secondary play from Florida. Free safety, um, just flat-footed, went, went over his head, and then, and then the safety trying to recover takes out the corner that would have made the tackle. <laughs> and then that's, that, that's like the epitome of, of early season football, right? Uh, I didn't want to stop you while you're getting into the defense, but I just want to give you the best college football name. Oklahoma starting quarterback, guess his name. Just guess it. What? Uh, oh, I, it's a funny name. Uh, is it? Is it Pooh? Pooh Bear? There used to uh, be a Pooh Bear back in the day. Oh, was it really? Uh, uh, yeah, it was a Pooh Bear Williams played for I, Florida State. I think. I, I think you'll like this. His name is General Booty. Oh, I've heard of General <laughs> Booty. <laughs> yes, he's the Sooners' starting quarterback. <laughs> General Booty, salute. Oh man, that is a, yes, I have heard of General Booty. That's or that's like uh, Jim Bob Cooter yeah. with the with the Lions. <laughs> he was like the offensive coordinator. That's a that's a great football name. Um, but yeah, also like I, I mean, Florida's defense not good either. This. Every, I think everybody knows, uh, you know, most college football people know who Desmond Watson is. Maybe they don't know him by name, but they, you know, but that massive motherfucker at D tackle for Florida. Yeah, uh, what is he? What is Mike, he like six five, like four hundred? I heard something? no, I heard four fifteen, and then, <sighs> then I checked on the Florida website four thirty five. Do you think they're giving him a little and bump? Even if they're giving him a little bump, that's insane. I don't even know if you'd want to do that. And, and and like and and I thought he was only a sophomore. He's a junior, and dude, he sucks. Like he is useless, and and like honestly, if you if you said that to me that any guy was over four hundred pounds, that would be my initial reaction. But he was okay last year. He, he like he looked like he could move yesterday. Terrible. I remember. I mean, uh, you know, I, I watched the line play a lot, and I remember watching one play where they kind of combo blocked him. You know, like like double team, and then the, and the second yeah, yeah, lineman yeah. breaks off. Right? They combo blocked him. He was like three four yards downfield. Not even kidding. Like how does that even like like if you're not a, an elite pass rusher at four thirty five I understand but if you're not a run stopper what the fuck yeah, why, like, why are you, you even on the field if you can't clog the running lane like what are you doing like, I remember another one it looked like it looked like they were lined up wrong uh, I think Herb Street even said that on the play but like the the running back cut back against the grain and went right past Watson it was just like like. I don't see any awareness, anything. So I don't think this guy's like a prospect. Let's put it that way. I can't believe the amount of snaps that they give him, especially at his size. And then it just—it doesn't even look like the efforts there when he does get the snaps. You know, um, I don't know. Do it, but Florida, hor- just horribly coached too. Um, they had a—they had two false starts on third and one. They had an illegal procedure penalty, a illegal formation penalty. On a fourth and one deep in Utah territory, they went for it. They got it. Yeah, they got it. 
but then it got came, then it came back. They kicked, so fourth and six. They kicked the field goal, miss it, and this is when the game was seven in reach. I think it was right. seven to three, and I mean just oh yeah. Then Utah, I think on the following drive, they end up with a you know a fourth and under five, you know fourth and fourth and relatively short. There's two number threes on the field. That's a five yard penalty. Gives Utah a first down, Utah scores. I mean, it's like you can't make this shit up. Only in college football, right? Fi- yeah. Like, <laughs> legitimately only in college football. Right, that will right. happen. Um, and then they were like trying to make excuses for him. But like, but the sideline reporter, I think, found out like, oh, yeah, this one was supposed to wear number 33. <laughs> it's like, figure that shit out. Like, this is like not what this is not what Division One programs do, especially a Florida. Do you think Nick Saban is having two guys ever? Like, <sighs> that's never happening. And Kirby, Kirby Smart's not letting that happen. No, it, just, it, it tells you a lot about Billy Napier, and I mean, he's and I he just, has a resume. Like, I, I mean, he was Alabama wide receiver coach. Like, it, like I mean, he did good things with Louisiana. It, can he just? I mean, is it a Florida thing? Is it like a like well, a Florida's been irrelevant for a little bit now? But it's just like I think it's a Billy Napier thing. I mean, I just looked up his his record while you we were talking. Forty six and twenty as a college coach. I mean, that's just not going to cut it in college football. If you're going to win two out of every three games, maybe you might sprinkle in a third every now and then. Th- you know, three and one. So you're what six and two again. But if he made Louisiana relevant, it's just I do I do wonder. But I also did look at him and see like early on in the game he didn't look composed. I don't want to be like yeah I'd be pissed at some of the penalties that they had too. But it was it was brutal. It's almost to the point where Florida was so bad. It's almost like they can't they couldn't even be that bad again if they tried. So maybe Florida's better than this. You know like but that's that's been the Texas Texas approach for like seven eight years now texas is back is what everyone says and then and then it's just like they can't be worse and then they they somehow get worse but i uh i i think texas is actually gonna have a pretty good year this year so maybe i'll have egg on my face but i'm not even done so then florida gets back into the game okay florida gets back into the game it's 24 to 11 uh because for some reason napier went for two like it wasn't like a, a like a botched extra point but he went for two to be down 13 okay i don't know why um he went for two. Then it's like, a, I think, a little over two minutes to go. They end up in a fourth and 14. Quick screen. What? This guy's playing Madden out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, dude, I, I, I don't understand. I, like, I, in, I don't, you know, I don't know if I can, if you blame that on Napier. I don't know if you blame that on, on, um, sorry, Mertz. Hurt. Yeah, Mertz. I, I don't know if you blame that on Mertz. Like, like, you know, checking into something. I have no idea. Um, but fourth and 14, quick screen. And also, yeah, um, Travis Etienne. Um, excuse me, Trevor Etienne. Travis Etienne's little brother. Um, I don't. I don't know if this guy's going to be a, a high round pick. He had seven carries. Uh, I think like twenty five yards. And I was disgusted with a missed block that ended up a, uh, against a safety. By the way, it wasn't against a big ass linebacker or anything like that. Against a safety, and he just ducked down. I mean, like football fundamentals one. You know, one on one. He ducked down and the safety just like just threw his head right by and, you know, to a sack that killed a drive. And it's like, I mean, you know, when you have NFL pedigree, I expect more out of you, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Florida, yeah, Florida, Florida and uh, Florida, not back. <laughs> Florida, not back. And, um, you know, it's just one game. And, may, you know, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's the right time to get it out for them. You know what I mean? Like maybe they'll improve. I think you're making too many excuses for Florida. Maybe you're, you're a man that oh, hasn't I, watched Florida football <laughs> yeah, in a little while. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Um, yeah, I'm not making any excuses for them, but like I guess you know, it's something. To, it's something to pay attention to going forward. 
So that was the one I watched really closely. Um, but probably the better game. And uh, all these games low scoring, by the way. And see, I I, I want I want to dispel the uh, the myth that I like low scoring football. That's not true. I just like good low. I like good defense. Um, most of these games were not good football. All right, they so were low scoring as a result of bad football. Let me like, let me interest you in Iowa versus anybody late October. Yeah, that, that'll be solid defense. You just need some Big Ten well, West games under your belt. They're coming soon. Don't worry. Well, no, and and to that point, uh, Minnesota good defense. Um, I did, honestly like looking at talent level. It didn't really seem like Minnesota had any business beating Nebraska, but Nebraska turned the ball over four times. Nebraska turned, uh, excuse me, Minnesota turned it over once. Um, you know, I don't know, man, Matt Rule, he used to be the man, you know, between Temple and Baylor, and then he goes, you know, he comes up to the NFL. Um, probably a little early, a little early to be like, like, Jesus, what happened to this guy? But Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a little early. Minnesota was actually favored by seven and a half. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just like it takes time to implement a kind of program and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, you got to get your guys in there. You got to recruit. But, I understand. But they were winning the whole game and then lost the game. You know. But I will say, I'll, I will also say this: with the transfer portal, you you it know you, you don't like get maybe, as much of a, a cushion, right? Yeah. So maybe Matt Rule and I think that's because because I, I think the uh, think Georgia that, Tech kid um, that transferred in, you know, that that was a guy yeah. that Rule wanted, you know. Right. And I, I think that's a big reason why Urban Meyer isn't a coach right now not because of the travesty at in jacksonville that's a part of it too but i think the trans i don't think urban meyer could survive in the transfer portal right now he's just too big of an asshole (laughs) where kids would be like no like i actually don't have to fucking do this like i I can go play for dion in colorado or i can go play for lincoln riley usc if i want even a bigger program or i can go wherever i want like is nick saban tough yes but like he produces results Yes, Urban wins. And let's be honest. How often does Nick Saban even deal with the players? You know what I mean? Like, right, right. <laughs> you know, at this point, I feel like, you know, a, a Saban is probably delegating most tasks. And not that I know that for sure, but. Yeah, but I, th- I feel like Kirby Smart isn't, right? And, I mean, you look at Georgia. He's, you know, another kind of hard-nosed guy producing results. But I, I just don't think Urban could do it. But that's, that's a little bit of a sidebar. But I wanted to get to P.J. Fleck, I mean, Minnesota's coach. He's. He's built a real program there. Um, a lot of culture, like you said, like good defense and just kind of like a hard nose Big Ten, again, West football. It just seems like um, fits number, the mold. Last night, uh, they said uh, number two scoring defense in the country last year. Yeah. No, he, he gets his guys to play hard. He's, he seems like a big motivator. The row the boat thing. And a, yeah, yeah. He's, I, ca- I kind of like the look, too. He had, yeah. like the, he had like the tie and then like the, the long look, sleeve. Uh, kind of like the sweater like, vest look. Is that what he goes with? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He, you know, a little bit of swag there, I guess, you know. Um, but yeah, so to me, it was just like, I, I, you know, I guess Minnesota, you said favored seven and a half that, I mean, I was surprised, but, um, so I guess they did what they were supposed to at home, but, uh, their safety, um, it looks like a first round pick. He had two interceptions and I, let me tell you, by the way, <laughs> it's actually my, my, uh, my favorite, um, play of his was actually, I, I think, I think it was the coach in me. I saw him using the heads up tackling, you know, from USA football, which we had to, implement you know get the head out of the tackle and and uh, right, right. i'm not remembering the Na- nebraska quarterback's uh name right now but he uh he took off and uh, it was like a 20 20 25 yard run and it's one of those plays that doesn't really get appreciated where the say this uh newbins kid made a uh open field tackle another pretty good name chubba purdy 
Is no, no, not? that wasn't. No, that wasn't it. Okay. Huh. <laughs> anyway, um, and then just uh, yeah. So, uh, but a great catch, by the way, um, to tie up the game with two minutes left in that one. Like uh, one of one of the greatest catches you can see. Great route, great catch. Um, yeah, it was just insane. That was. Uh, but the the guy's name was Daniel Jackson. He yeah uh, he just ran a crazy crazy route. So that we'll get into our uh, into our segment that we kind of teased a little bit earlier in the show. Yeah, uh, should we should we explain what blockbusters is to everybody? This yeah. is uh, so um you know so Mawson's gonna go in a second here. Like I said, we just teased it, but so blockbusters like I uh, every week I'm gonna pick my favorite block of the week. You know, college football, NFL, either one, and. Um, and then the busters part is, uh, you know, busting coverage. And, uh, you know, I think we could even add into that. I mean, block busting itself is a defensive thing. So we should probably add in a, a defensive play, right? Like, you know, just like the best defensive play of the week. Yeah, we, we can always get better. Which, again, I think would go to Tyler Newbin. So I think, we're, you know, I think that was my favorite play of the week, uh, plus his two interceptions. But, yeah, so, uh, Mawson, take it away. Give me, give me your buster, uh, you know, of the week. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the aforementioned Daniel Jackson, right? Uh, about two and a half minutes left. Uh, Minnesota's down touchdown, ten to three. They're at, they're in the red zone. They're they're on the fringe of the red zone, like right around the twenty. Fourth and ten, so they need this play. And th- Daniel Jackson, yeah, he just runs a phenomenal route. It, it's a it was a post corner. It almost looked like a. So we debated this, right? We say like. I, I said post corner. You said maybe it almost looked like a zig. Yeah, it almost looked like a zig, but he didn't flatten out like you were saying. So like a zig would be you're breaking to the inside, and then it's a harsh, harsh parallel to the sideline, heading of, heading you, straight to the sideline. Yeah. Line. Okay. Versus versus you know a post, you're running towards the post, right? That you, they teach you that in high school. You run towards the field goal post, and then as you're breaking, you you go back, and then you go towards the corner. You go towards the you know the pylon essentially. Um, so he he just had his he had his defender dancing. Like the, he, the route was so good that he shouldn't have had to make such a. He, he was wide open. He shouldn't have had to make the great. Yeah, catch. it wasn't <laughs> like, wasn't a great throw. But yeah, he had his guy beat by like four or five steps, which is almost impossible to do with that short like a field that you're dealing with. And yeah, and then he makes a phenomenal catch. If you haven't seen it, look it up. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's all, all it's all over. Twitter. Yeah, it's but, like, I mean, but if you see on the side cam, like the ball's like. It's like two, three yards. Yeah, out of bounds. it's it's like, like legitimate two yards out of bounds, and he just I, I know they practice like toe tapping and stuff like that, but I don't understand how you can have that discipline to where he barely drags his his toe and his heel hits of his other foot hits down like half a second later or something. I don't know. I, how his you heel have, was like an inch off the ground yeah, when he dragged his toe. It, like it's it was, just like, I don't know how you can, how you can do that. It was, it was fantastic, especially considering fourth and 10. Like, yeah, to tie the game. It. Like they like, lose if they don't have that. Yeah. And so I, I think I'm a Minnesota fan right now. Like I, I'm in the are rowing the boat. I like I'm rowing the boat. Right. Let's do All this. Right. Um, right, let's get into your and, block uh, though. So, and my block goes to a receiver, Mr. Mawson. Oh, so I don't no. want to hear any this shit. This isn't going to happen often. Folks. I don't want to. No, I don't want to hear. <laughs> no, I gave it to a fucking running back. A couple, you know, <laughs> when we were when we were practicing our podcast. Deuce Vaughn, shout out. Yeah, Deuce Vaughn. Um, yeah. So Randall Cobb, um, which I think this actually this happened over a week ago, but it's, it was in the news. 
Um, because Aaron Jackson, uh, excuse me, Aaron, yeah, Aaron Jackson, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> um, no, Aaron Rodgers is pissed at Jihad Ward of the Giants from their preseason game. And by the way, they meet each other in the regular season too. So there's a, there's an inner New York rivalry right now. The, ba- inner, the Battle of Meadowlands. Yeah, the, the Battle of Jersey, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so, so anyway, so Randall Cobb, uh, this is a clean fucking block. I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of this peel back block stuff. So Randall Cobb cleans out Bobby McCain, who is chasing his receiver who just caught the ball. Literally, he, I mean, you watched it with me. He, yeah. he's, he's a yard. He's about to make the tackle. Yeah, he's right there. He's the tackle is intimate. Ch- change this fucking rule. Like, like, everything else is a judgment call. Make a judgment call. If it's 30 yards behind the play and you're just being a dick, fine. If you're stopping your guy, you're stopping a defender from making a, a tackle and it's imminent, and fuck you. Don't fucking throw the flag. I don't like I, I just like you have gone way too far with player safety. Like, fuck you. I'm sorry you have a concussion. You you chose to play in the NFL. Tori, fuck off. Tori, do you have any tattoos? Like, no. Why? I, I think your first tattoo should be the tackle is imminent. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't understand. So Randall Cobb, do your thing. I mean, like so Jihad, it became a this this whole drama. There's, like, tweets all over the place because, obviously, hard knocks. The Jets are on hard knocks. So, Randall Cobb's wife is like, well, I thought it was a good block. And I was like, I love you. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and But, yeah, so she's like, oh, yeah, he's going to get fined for that. That's fucking ridiculous, by the way. Um, and then they're in the huddle, and like Aaron Rodgers is like, this isn't 2014 anymore. And I'm like, it shouldn't fucking have to be. you know. But the, So, they were laughing. And then the Giants thought they were laughing at the fact that they hurt somebody, especially in the preseason. That really pissed them off. It's like, like, dude, like you, why don't you guys watch Hard Knocks and see what they were talking about in the huddle? They're, they were laughing about Randall Cobb. Yeah, wait, wait a week and then and then get back to us. Like, yeah, calm the fuck down. Like, I know you're in the middle of a game, but hey, how about you just watch the tape next week? And you know, like, you, you're all mic'd up. You'll figure it out. I just, I, I'm just saying, man. Like. I mean, like, it's totally reasonable to think that whatever motivates you, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, 5'11", 180, whatever the fuck Randall Cobb is, annihilated somebody. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, that's what's up. And so anyway. Aaron's like, this is why I brought you on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, Randall Cobb, I love you for it. Keep doing your thing. Um, If I was your coach, you you would get praise, not, you know, not ridicule for, if, for if you were the commissioner you would not be penalized is what you're saying yes that's exactly what i'm saying so sticking with uh sticking with the nfl though um i i just gotta ask you this do you think with what's going on with the rams i mean they are so young it doesn't really seem like it's a team that's bound for good things this year you know it's a weak nfc at least presumably. Yeah, it is a weak NFC. But I look at guys like Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, and I'm like, what are they doing on this team? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, to a, I'm not a huge Stafford guy. Um, you know, so a certain, to a certain degree, him too. Um, but are they, are they hoping they can reload in a year or two? So, so let me, let me give you this. Coop, uh, yeah, Cooper Cup is signed. That's a cute tw- little nickname. Coop. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, so, so Cups, Cups signed through 2026. Uh, there's a potential out in the contract in 2025, and then Donald, same thing, 2026 potential opt out in 2024. Um, I feel like both. I mean, Aaron Donald to the Chiefs, right? I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think you. I don't think you blow it up now if it if it doesn't go well. When, when's NFL trade deadline? Uh, like week, week eight. eight. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I mean, 
and I, that's what I was thinking too. Was like, uh, I mean, if you're three and five, yeah, you yeah, know. why not? But I mean, I think Aaron Donald's like he's flirted with retirement for two off seasons now. I don't think he's making it to 2026. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like he wants to play football much longer. Um, yeah, but again, I think that's just about the money. I think that's why he, you know, you think so? Yeah, I think that's Fair the enough. case with a lot of guys. You know, um, and of course, if it, if it's trade deadline, that's when Chris Jones said he would be back. <laughs> oh shit! Did I just stumble on a conspiracy theory? Maybe the Chiefs are going to trade for Aaron Donald. No, probably not, because there's a lot of dead money. Dead I, I don't think money. you. I don't think you break up Coop, as some would call him, and uh, and Matthew <laughs> Stafford, uh, especially now. Like, like he just got injured again, though, or not injured again. He tweaked his hammy, and he's so, not. Yeah, yeah. So like he a might setback, be. He yeah. might be. He might be ready for Week One. He might not be. But uh, how old is he? Just seems like a shame. I mean, these are like two two players I like a lot. Um, for them to be stuck, you know, on a team that's you know probably a six win team, you know. Yeah. So he's thirty. So I mean, he's he's kind of right at that age where like you know the soft tissue injuries kind of linger. Like they linger in general, but they seem to linger the older you get, right? Just like. I don't know how you break up Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, considering what they were when both of them were healthy, right? And they maybe they don't. It's kind of it's kind of a sacred cow, though. You're kind of, uh, you know, you're. I don't know. You can't, you you can't be chasing ghosts like like. No, I get you, that. You, and if like, they are two and six or three and five or even four at four and four in the NFC might actually be a good spot to be in week eight. Yeah, no, four and four might be good enough. That's um, true. But if they are three and five, and then yeah, if you sell the farm and and Sean McVay can go retire again or you know at least flirt with it and uh go to television or do whatever he wants to do next but um if i'm a rams fan just in general just to give you this i i don't have any regrets on on what they did selling the farm and when they won a super bowl no I, no oh no like i i'm not bringing that up i'm just saying now you have a chance you have assets where you could recoup a lot of those you know a lot of those draft picks. Yeah, I mean, that, like, I mean, that's what uh, that's what they did with Jared Goff, right? They they flipped him for Stafford, and that resulted in the Super Bowl. Maybe they would have won it with Goff. Maybe they wouldn't have. But obviously, <laughs> Aaron Donald's a much more valuable asset than Jared Goff is, even considering the the positions they play. Yeah. Um, and Cooper Cup, you know, there's value at wide receiver, and he is, pro- you know, he's arguably the best. I wouldn't say he is the best, but he's in the top three, definitely top five conversation. It's another one of those things where it's like best he's the guy he's probably my favorite receiver because of oh, i mean because of the way, the way he blocks and i mean like so i'm I, sure I, you love the the post game interviews where he's, he's breaking down the you know the terminology and everything i'm sure you've seen those yeah, and, yeah. i mean I, I mean he's smart he blocks he's tough um so i hate seeing him injured right now and uh you know it, it comes back to that like which guy do i want on my team more you know maybe my slightly ridiculous Heinz Ward over Antonio Brown, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but as far as no, like I, you know, maybe it's Jefferson or chase, but I mean, I might want, I might want cup more than anybody, honestly, you know, like I don't hate that take, especially for yeah. one year, you know, one year. Yeah. Because I mean, well, you can't put Jefferson and, and chase in the same cause cups older. Right. I mean, he's already right. 30. His best days are, if they're not over, they're over in the next year or two where chase and Jefferson have, five five more years to yeah, light they, the world on fire oh yeah at least yeah yeah so speaking of uh speaking of teams dumping everyone though let's go over to baseball for a second i just think this is kind of gross um you know it's been talked about quite a bit but the angels they shed 5.7 million in salary dumping a bunch of players that are that could be key pieces in a playoff race um let me pull that up actually yeah did it, i didn't realize that john henry is also the owner of the los angeles angels they, 
Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I know. I, any chance we can get into just like to bash the Red Sox right now because they, they disgust me. But yeah. So Luke, uh, pitcher Lucas Giolito, uh, who they had just traded for, by who, the way. Yep. Uh, well, a few of these guys. Yeah. I, I think Ronaldo Lopez was yeah. one they had just traded four, for. Four out of the six were deadline day acquisitions, yep. which is all just the, all like to, literally less than a month on the team. Like, oh, no, actually, we're good. Thanks, bud. I feel like this is a classic. Like, like they got what they deserve. It's the it's like, the meme. It's the Simpsons meme where, where he comes into the bar. The old man comes into the bar. And oh, he comes and he, up. And he, yeah. <laughs> That's Abe Simpson, man. Yeah, Come Abe. On, Abe, is. of course, of course. Sorry, <laughs> Abe. Let me put some respect on your name. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the, all these guys they trade for, and now uh, put them right back out on the waiver wire, and then two teams in playoff races, the Guardians and the and the Reds, pick them up. Even more awkward, <laughs> Randall Grichik. He clears waivers, which I think I, I, I don't even know. I think that means he goes down to AAA. I think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what you want to call him back up after after this? So I don't know. It's just it's bad for the game. Um, you know, after uh, I I feel like baseball had some positive momentum, and you know, it, I don't want to say it came to a screeching halt. You still got the Braves are fun and everything, you know. But like. You know, you had some positive momentum with the pitch clock. People seem to like it, pace of play. People love the bigger like, bases, you know. Bigger bases, more stuff. Yeah, the running game's back a little bit. You know, my, um, you know, my little brother, the catcher at Bridgeport's not a not a fan of of the rules. You know, because if, and again, I, I sympathize with that. I'm sure we'll talk about that real soon. But, um, but no, the running game being back a little bit, um, banning the shift. You know, like it make it makes for more defensive plays. So then, but then your most exciting player. Is is hurt, <laughs> and then and then the and on and a shitty the, franchise and on a shitty franchise that pulls this shit, um, you know it's, it's it was a bad bad couple of weeks for baseball I guess so. Um, however, it's not all bad. I mean, you again, we're rays of sunshine, and so we you know we tend to always find the positive. So as far as baseball, Ronald Acuna, man. <laughs> so he's so. 3060. I mean, how many how many 3060 guys do we have in history? Is that that's it? That's him. Oh, it's, it's him. Oh, it's him. The it's list. Just, the list is Ronald yeah, Acuna. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, it was created yesterday when when he hit a grand slam. Got it. Uh, after giving or not giving, after getting married that morning. I mean, what a day he had. He got married in a church, I believe, like a small ceremony. Uh, I think they're in L.A., so it was in L.A. And uh, yeah, and then he then he hits a grand slam and becomes the first player to hit. It was his 30th home run. He already has over 60 stolen bases. Again, maybe because the bases are bigger, right. but, you know, can't pick off as much as well. But, I mean, yeah, he's just been, like, the Braves are just, I mean. Even with the stolen bases thing, for historical context, Acuna yeah. is definitely up there for yeah, one of the. And, and, and it is fun. Seasons, yeah, yeah, and it's fun over in, uh, you know, that, I, that was a fun series anyway because it was, like, him and Betts going back and forth. Right, which, right for the MVP. And, and if, yeah, and if you're uh, – and if you're into the whole like you know hate the Red Sox narrative, you know yeah, you I, I, <laughs> the last the series before that, Mookie Betts destroying the Red Sox, um, and just proving that it was good to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, or I didn't see it because I don't watch Red Sox games, but it was good right. to it was good to hear about and see on Twitter. Yeah, God, talk about things that have uh, fallen off the map. Nesson, you suck. Yeah, fuck you, Nesson. Because we used, to, I mean, Nesson used to be like a staple for me. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure New for England you too. Sports Network. Yeah, yeah. Of course, grew up again, on it. Jerry Remy. Orsillo, come on. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of, so yeah, but like you mentioned it. So he hit a grand slam, um, you know, hours after getting married. 
And uh, so anyway, I just wanted to, I had to mention this. So Stan Barretta on SportsCenter, he goes, he says, most people get past third base on their wedding night, but this guy, he had a grand slam. What, a, what like, a great line. It's an excellent line. I mean, especially like, you know, SportsCenter's like, you know, pretty. Falling off a little bit. Well, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'd, you know, I, I would say that, I mean, just because like, I mean, what are we comparing it to? Kenny Mayne, Dan Patrick. I mean, those, there was a golden Stuart age, Scott, right? Yeah, Stuart yeah. Scott. Um, you know, but it, but also just like I didn't really. It, it was so funny to me because it was so unexpected. Plus, he was on he was on shift with Linda Cohn, another OG by yeah, the way. Linda's great. Um, but it was it was just funny because like th- I feel like they're pretty conservative with their. You know, he he probably got a talking to. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. he probably got he got sent to the principal's office. I'll have to look it up after this talk. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, anyway, returning to college football though. And, uh, you know, I actually, I had a couple of gripes I want to return to from the Florida game. So I'll get to that in a second because I'm about to bitch about this. Um, so NC state over UConn 24, 14. Um, but first of all, let's, let's just take a second to laugh at one of the worst plays I've ever seen in college football. You know, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the same thing with the NFL where they're not hitting as much. And so like, it's almost like the first couple of regular season games are like preseason games right? and the timing's off. And, and I just, I don't think they're, I don't think they're doing as much team and they're not getting the timing down and everything like that, which again is why it might be Florida's saving grace. Maybe they won't be complete shit the next time they're on the field, but I mean, you have higher hopes than I do. Um, uh, I, I don't know what keywords to type in, but just look up. I, I, I look like it was going to be a reverse the rec- UConn receiver goes in motion and runs into the other receiver that was supposed to take, it looked like it was supposed to take the handoff. If you Google UConn football reverse, you'll see, you'll, you'll, it'll pop up. And it's really? see, I thought I did that. Okay. But anyway, I'm sure it's all over Twitter. I mean, it was pretty embarrassing. It also, so yeah, I mean, third quarter, uh, close game, uh, under 10 minutes left to play in the third quarter. UConn at their own 36, and yeah, and it resulted, like, the, there were guys running into each other. It resulted in a turnover. I mean, it was it was bad news bears. And, like, it, UConn has been bad news bears in football for a while, so they're, like, for them to be hanging with NC State, like, yeah. week one, like, that's that's really good for the program. Like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then they UConn, you know? And then they UConn. <laughs> they make it a, make it a verb. Um, and then, so here's the thing that pissed me off about the game, though. So, Victor Rosa, yeah, um... 71-yard touchdown run. He somersaults into the end zone. That's a personal foul. All-time cool guy move. That's, that's, a, a, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I, I, this is refs making it about them. This, you, know, you know what? I, I, I realized something when I was watching one of these preseason NFL games. That's part of the reason I hate the refs, the, the rules analysts being on there, because refs aren't supposed to be fucking celebrities. Get the fuck off my TV. Fuck you. Yeah, and, the, and these guys and these guys you're make kind of supposed to be like a journalist. You're, you're supposed to be kind of like yeah, a fly on the wall. Exactly. You're, you're not supposed to be noticed. So bringing these, you know, bringing these rules analysts and then everything. No, fuck you. Get off my TV. So and that's what that's what I have to say to this ref. The guy somersaulted into the end zone. What like what? what where is where is the unsportsmanlike conduct for somersaulting in, into an end zone? And the funny part about it to me is I don't understand the logistics of it. Like when because because the ref even said after the touchdown. So where in what part of the somersault are you committing a personal foul? What's going on here? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it, like when you break the plane and then and then you complete the somersault. Like, like, right, like, yeah. like listen, if you're gonna do it by the letter of your stupid fucking law, then it should have been when he started the somersault, which was at like the one yard line. <laughs> so, 
Like, just get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? And also, I don't give a shit if college football players want to spike the ball, too. Like, what, what is disrespectful about that? I get it. If they, like, grab their nuts on the way into the end zone, yeah. Like One of the stupidest things college football ever did, which they reversed it, was um, the, the hook'em horns uh, was a penalty. If, if you... If you went down on the horns like in, in the big 12 they were they were calling penalties on that i think it was last year or two years ago and then they're like this is fucking stupid we got to stop it's this. too far it's yeah, too far it's yeah. so dumb oh so I just, dumb. you know what i just thought of this do you, do you remember so so again we, we have a age difference here everybody uh, michael's only 26 he's just a pup so do you remember the mile high salute I've heard of it. <laughs> let me Jesus. let me uh, refresh right. my memory. Here. I think that's your homework. Look up Mile High Salute. Right. So, right. I mean, you were literally three. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So the Broncos, uh, you know, when they'd score touchdowns and then the you know they they'd salute the crowd. So anyway, um, a few years later, um, so I'm I'm gonna name drop here, like as if I'm somebody. I played at Norwich with Pierre Garçon, somewhere he did not belong at all. <laughs> Pierre Garçon, I remember him. I had that's, him on fantasy one year at the yeah. when he was with the Redskins that's, at that's, the time. That's one of those names uh, like that you haven't heard for a little while. But yeah, solid receiver for the uh, for the Redskins and yeah. the Colts. And the Colts, yep. And 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 the Forty ers later on too. Um, yeah, it's not like me and Pierre are buddies or anything like that. But yeah, I did play football with him. I did try to cover him in practice a couple of times. It did not go well. Um, <laughs> but anyway he's good but if this is at norwich which is a ha- you know it's a it's a military school half military division school, anyway. three football yeah yeah yep and uh and he did and and the cadets are in the end zone and he did a salute and he got a penalty and nobody <laughs> and nobody gave a shit because it was a pimp fucking move <laughs> that's <laughs> like, awesome but dude he did not belong there i mean like we gotta, had, we gotta find a fucking we gotta find a video of that that's like, just that's oh, an old oh, dude Good call. Yeah, I wonder if we could find that. Just dig Shit, it up I'll, out of the I'll, I'll, hit, I'll hit Pierre up. I'll be like, dude, I, I know you don't remember me, but 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 do you have a video of that? <laughs> so anyway, um, God, so stupid personal fouls. I'm just I'm just tired of this shit. And but to go back to some other stuff from the Florida game, um, why why are they not? I noticed this last year actually. I think Alabama and Georgia in the entire fucking Alabama offensive line, except the centers in the backfield. In passing situations. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's a rule for a reason. Right. Like, you need to line up on the line. And, like, they, they are not – it's not even close. It's, it's just like – it's like it's it's gotten worse every year. I've noticed it. I'm not, like, a line guy. Like, yeah. you, you look out for that kind of stuff. I notice it. Like, obviously, the tackle is, like, trickling down. And it's just, like, yeah, almost like – And the you back. see it – like, for years, you used to see it from tackles. Now the yeah, guards – Yeah, like the, it, the half step. And it's, like, it's almost like the guards are lining up further back to, to help out their tackles. Right, you know right, right. It's, it's like, like it's, offset it a little bit. It's like, yeah. how is I – haven't, I haven't seen it called once. It's like w- enforce the fucking rule. You know damn well if if a defender lined up to uh you know kind of compensate for that, it'd be a neutral zone infraction. Yeah, exactly, in <laughs> exactly. Right, here we go again, helping the fucking passing game. See, so this is where I bitch about the passing game. I, I'm I'm all for the passing game, but it's got to be within the li- the rules. Well, and tell then, your well tell your fucking linemen to line up correctly. Then <laughs> I mean it's literally in their name. Come on now. I know I'm pissed, but but hey, I like I love the line on both sides, so I want it to be fair for the D line too. And uh, and then I had another one, another fucking receiver. I, I think it was in the Nebraska game. No bullshit. The Nebraska, it was like Canadian Football League. He was running towards the line at the start of the play. Like he had almost completely turned, totally got a, totally got away with it. Like, he, you know, he went in motion and he had already turned well before the snap. And I'm like, how did they miss that? Fuck it. Let it happen. Let's just. No, let's- no, <laughs> no, this isn't, this isn't Canada. Eh? No. So anyway. Um, 
I think I, I think I might be done bitching. Actually, yeah, you, you got like, your got I, wide I, I receiver. Got it is it, do, you, do you feel a weight off your chest? Yes, because uh, I do have to bitch about receivers at least once a day. Yeah. Um, okay, so this was just an intriguing stat line. I thought, uh, you know, in a potentially meaningless game um, as far as the college football scene goes. But yeah, uh, UAB quarterback Jacob Zeno. He goes thirty-eight of forty-one, two ninety-eight, three touchdowns. So. For 41, 41 passes, you know, 300 yards isn't, like, lighting the world on fire. But he did have a couple of completions over 30 yards. Uh, one was a, a pretty ball. Uh, yeah, you showed me the touchdown throws. It was nice. 34, I think 30, it was. Uh, th- yeah, yeah, 34 yeah. yards. Um, you know, he's a small guy. I don't know if this guy's, like, anywhere on the on the radar, but he is playing under Trent Dilfer at UAB, which didn't even have a program. How many years ago? They, they, they yeah, it was probably it was like mid two thousand tens. I think it was like twenty thirteen. They they got rid of it and then for like two years. Yeah, right? two to three years, which is a you know that's a whole. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> almost if it was three years, it's almost a whole you know student's lifetime at that school. Pretty- yeah, and and they're just now getting through the. You know. Yeah, they've like slowly the been building on. it up. I think they made a bowl game as well. It's just like they're they're really, I mean. That's pretty impressive to see. So anyway, they pounded on uh, North Carolina A and T. That's agricultural and tech, right? Okay, okay. I was I was about to say hand up. I have no idea what A and T means. I see it a lot in college. I, th- I think it's yeah, I think it's agricultural sounds... and tech. And I, I don't know what the deal is. Is it like a school full of farmers? I don't know. I, I don't know. It could but be. Yeah, I mean, you would like, think you'd have some like, big uh, fucking linemen guys bailing it's a, hay off. It's day. a lot of it's a lot of the southern southern schools that are A and T. Now that you mention it, so there's a, there's a Florida A and T too. Yeah, I know that. South maybe Carolina. Alabama. Maybe Alabama. Yeah. 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 So uh, I don't know. That's like another weird one, though. Is like, uh, do you remember Vincent Jackson? Yeah, of course. I um, so, oh, well, geez, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but uh, Vincent Jackson, he played for the Co- North Colorado Mining School. Okay, or something I don't like remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, I do like, not remember um, that. We looked that up. It, it like just look up Vincent Jackson College, and I, I'm sure he like started it like, you know, at USC and then transferred because he got in trouble or something. Maybe who knows? Um, University of North. Northern Colorado is what I'm getting. Hold on, let me let me go to all I always. Might, uh, I might have the wrong guy. Always reliable there's, Wikipedia. There's definitely a guy that played for like Colorado Mining School or something though. I, and now I look like an idiot. <laughs> we'll find it. Maybe his major was like you know coal mining or something. Who knows? I don't know. Vincent Jackson though, he was a beast. Yeah, he was. Um. Okay, here we go. Um, so that's enough of UAB. It was just just an interesting. Keep an eye on Jacob Zeno. He's he's six two and a half, one eighty eight. So I don't know if he's I don't know if he's uh, NFL size. But anyway, um, but I gotta ask you. So you know we we mentioned it at the top. Dion Dion's uh, debut with Colorado. Yeah, yeah. I mean he. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. I think they'll be okay. Um, I mean, they got some guys like. I mean, they must. They probably did. They have like more roster turnover than like any school yeah, in D one. Like, I think yeah, it was the most in Division one. Yeah, it was fifty three. I think transferred. Wow, just like insane. He, I don't know if you saw the the his like introductory, not his press conference, but when he like met with the team, uh, they have. I think they're doing a documentary, so they have like it's it's weird. They have it's very modern. They have their social handles like on their practice jersey not a huge fan of that but (laughs) there's cameras everywhere is the point i'm trying to get to and um like his first interaction with the team he's like hey guys get out (laughs) he's like yeah go to the go to the portal there's probably not going to be a spot for you there's a reason you guys were one in 11 last year (laughs) like i'm not trying to do that you know what i mean like 
mean, and it's just like Dion can just get away with things that uh, you know other coaches can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's Dion. Yeah, like, no, I mean, what are you gonna say? Like, and then you have you know the. But wouldn't that motivate the shit out of you too? Yeah, well, be like, fuck you, I'm staying. Well, <laughs> you you want to win? I yeah, want to win. On on that mindset, yes, 100. percent But it also like like um, Travis Hunter, right? Like the the his highly touted guy that went to Jackson State's now followed him cornerback wide receiver like a Dion that they essentially said he was Dion and he stole him from Florida State <laughs> which Florida State actually fucking hates him for that they <laughs> despise Dion they think he's the devil which I think is hilarious because they wouldn't hire him in the first place anyway um like they have guys like him like he he was like a number one recruit like he was the number one recruit in the class so like you know he can play power five like he was going to play at, he was going to start at Florida State day one so he'll be great for Colorado you know, Shamar is his son. He's a good quarterback from what I've seen at, you know, Jackson State. It seems like he, he had Division One offers as well, and, he, he, you know, he stayed with his dad. He'll be good. This is probably going to be a shock to you. I just don't know how their line's going to hold up. Like, they, they have playmakers at other positions. I just don't know if Dion's the guy where, like, you know, you're an offensive line. I'm going to go play for him. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, well, and I also have the – I mean, that's a good point. It's just, like, you know, Dion's probably not a, as uh, adept with the line. As, right. As like, he's he has – and he has, you know, he has NFL crew guys around him. So, like, his coaching staff is good. I just don't know, like – if you're getting those guys, if he's going to get have the pull, and and plus, like, I mean, really, I feel like that's the difference just between the big, the Alabamas and the Georgias. Oh, and it's a hundred percent. That's the UCF. That's why. Whatever, that's you know. why Alabama was a dynasty for so long. Their offensive and defensive line was just insanely dominant, and that's why they're not a dynasty anymore. That's George, like Kirby Smart took that, and he, he got the better recruits to Georgia, and that's why Georgia's better than Alabama. Like they're getting pretty much like the same kind of skill guys but their line just just like you can't compete with it you saw it with tcu last year like it, it wasn't even a game like it legitimately was not a game right. and that was a college football championship game and i th- and i think i think that uh, that kind of speaks to the issue even in the nfl with running backs right is like skill guys aren't as hard to find it's it's 300 pound dancing bears are hard to find you know right, what i mean right. like i mean like me like i, I you, you laughed at me when i said it a few weeks ago i was like, dude if i was 64 300 I, like <laughs> i think i would have been a backup offensive lineman in the nfl I'll like st- i'll still my, laugh at you now <laughs> yeah you, that's fine that's fine or i think i would have been a d1 prospect anyway yeah tori if i was uh, you know with my height if i you know if i gained dude t- fuck you my my if footwork I gained, and my <laughs> if i gained 20 pounds okay if i gained 20 pounds so i'm 61 about 200 and then if i ran a 43 uh, you know, forty, and and I had had great well, hands. I'd be, I, on, I would on. be, I would be a practice squad guy in the NFL. You're a dick. <laughs> You're really mean, and I'm probably gonna cry myself to sleep now. But I'm just saying, like I like work ethic and footwork and everything, like hand placement, all that stuff, technique, all of it. I, like I had that shit, but I'm just short and fat. That's all it is. So Fair whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Thinking about Dion, you know, we're, we're throwing it back to years ago. And, man, I hated Dion when I was a kid, too. I really did. I was an Eagles fan, so. Okay. Was he too cocky for you, too? Or just he, the fact he was that at he the would time. dominate? Uh, no, it, it was – at, at the time, I didn't like the cockiness. Now now I like it. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm all Well, for I mean, it. like, you, I, I think I've said this before to you. I don't mind cockiness if you're that guy. Like, you have to be that guy, though. Like, I don't want a guy that's, you know, somewhat contributing to a team to, like, you know, flail first down and, and yeah. show off like 
if you're the guy, go ahead. Yeah. Like, but if you're Chase who's, Clay- who's going to stop? But if you're Chase Claypool exactly. doing it with 30 seconds left Jamar in the game and Chase, no timeouts. Yeah, if you're Jamar Chase, <laughs> it's one thing. If you're Chase Claypool, it's a totally different thing. Exactly. Yeah, that that Venn diagram doesn't really. Uh, other than Chase, it doesn't connect. <laughs> All right. Um. But yeah. So you know, speaking of greatness, you know, from the 90s. Uh. So Dan Marino. Uh, or excuse me, Joe Montana said that Dan Marino is the best quarterback ever. Um, I think this was a, so. This was in Men's Health. What a completely ridiculous statement! I think like, that's you, I think that's all I needed to hear. I think we can move on. <laughs> he said this in Men's Health. <laughs> you know, well, you say, but Men's Health used to like be okay. I mean, I used to. Oh, read, really? Uh, yeah. I, I I mean, all right. Here's the here's the age discrepancy showing itself again. Who knows, man? Maybe I mean, maybe I was just young, and maybe maybe you would. Maybe laugh. you just wanted to stay healthy. I don't know. Like, I mean, I did want to stay healthy, but then you then you realize it's like the same article every week. Okay. And, and and I think that was the case even, you know, 10, 15 years ago. But, yeah, so so Joe Montana, actually, he's probably, like, the perfect demographic for men's health, if you think about it. I, yeah, I, think, it's, I think it's, like, 45, 50-year-old men that yeah. are, uh, you know, in that age range that still read it, trying to remember the glory days, you know. Probably losing their hair a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and let's be honest, like, Joe Montana wanted to say – himself yeah of course. and he was and he was like humble brag i'm not gonna say myself <laughs> so, <laughs> and up i won't say it. And, he, and, he, and he did like say some some high praise from marino he was just talking about his quick release and montana was like i had to put a lot more into it to get the ball downfield and everything like that he made a distinction between best and greatest i i don't really he's saying like marino had the most time come on man marino didn't even get one ring yeah you know what i mean like so how can you put him i'm sorry marino was a was a great talent he never fucking won it you yeah. know, so I mean, it always comes down to rings for me. Like again, I love Larry Fitzgerald, but really, he's got to g- get bumped down the list. He never won it. You, you know, know who did win? Tom Brady. Yeah, you know who won seven fucking times? Tom Brady. So <laughs> you like, know who has more than any NFL franchise? So, yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> so, dude, like there, there is, there is no debate, and and no, like this whole thing, like will Mahomes catch? No, he won't. So just uh, stop. Like no, no, no. I hundred percent agree. You will not. And I'm not a Patriots fan. It doesn't really mean much coming from Mawson, but I'm not a Patriots fan. So <laughs> don't belittle my opinion. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, but going back to college ball, right? LSU and Florida State. I mean, yeah, we, and we were just talking. So that so so Dion stole a recruit from Florida State, but they're still number eight in the country, and LSU has to come into Florida State. Yeah, it's a um, tough. It's like probably one of the most underrated places to play yeah it's saturday night um 7 30 in tallahassee uh it's just gonna be a great game uh d- did you say number five yeah th- so lsu's five mm-hmm. florida state's eight so it's just you know a top 10 matchup week week one like what more can you ask for that's gonna cap off college football is actually going on so there's a game on sunday or maybe a couple on sunday one on monday as well i, I like how they do that they kind of they, they give us a little tease a little taste uh which is nice right before you know nfl kicks up but uh, this is going to be like a must-watch must watch game. And that sounds like, obviously, yeah, that's a must-watch game. It's top 10. But um, both quarterbacks, really good, really good. Uh, Jordan Travis had a good year last year. Uh, uh, he's throwing to Johnny Wilson, who is this just, like, mammoth receiver. He's 6'7", like 235, and he plays receiver, and he's quick, too. And he's got good hands. That's like a creative player. Yeah, no, literally, like, it's, it's exactly, yeah. He's, he's really good. Uh, he was at ASU and, and he transferred. How, how fast are we? I mean, is he is he like a is he more of a he's jump not, ball guy or a he's, can he, can he's he not like too? blazing, but he can he can get by. A Big DB. enough, yeah. yeah. You know, he's he's not running like a four eight four nine. I don't think. 
Um, Does he block? I don't know. I, we'll find out. I guess. You know, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna watch that one. See yeah. if this motherfucker blocks, and if yeah. he, uh, maybe I'll be in love. So. I, I got somebody else so that you can watch too. But uh, um, LSU side of things, uh, you got Jaden Daniels. He's a fifth year starter. He he was at ASU as well. Another ASU transfer, and uh, second year in Baton Rouge played well last year. Like he's not gonna get frazzled under the lights. Uh, Florida State's like kind of like the sexy pick, like. You know, their, their program on a rise, like, they're going back to their glory days. Like, they are very, very talented. So you're saying don't <laughs> sleep on LSU just because of but Georgia I, and Alabama. Right, but I think I think if it's not Georgia and the SEC, it's LSU. I don't think it's Alabama. I think it goes Georgia-LSU this year. Mm. I, I think Alabama's three. Um, and I think Alabama wins this game. I think it's going to – Alabama. I think LSU wins this game. I think it's going to be Alabama close. wins the game because <laughs> because everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> 12 injuries on LSU. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, um, yeah, getting back to – it's just LSU has so much talent. Like, they they have guys on the line. They 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 are wide receiver U. It's between them and them and Ohio State. But I still give that to LSU right now. Agreed. Um, DBU probably same. Um haven't produced as much talent lately, but still just just based on what they have done. Um, but yeah, like I said, good. They have a solid lineman, um, linebacker. There's this linebacker, he's a sophomore. His name is Harold Perkins. You're gonna want to watch him. He's number four. He just like flies all over the field. They just give him kind of free reign. He'll blitz sometimes. He'll be a pass pass rusher occasionally, but. You know, mostly stopping the run and just kind of covering the field. Is this the is this the Micah Parsons? Uh, he is, yeah. Will Anderson mold kind of. He is very very good, and he's fun to watch because he just like covers the entire field. Like I said, so there I think yeah, I think you know, have somebody to watch on offense. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was and, and Johnny say. Wills. So yeah, when when Florida State is is on offense, you have two guys to watch. You have Johnny Wilson's blocking, and and you have Harold Perkins on the. On the defensive side of things. Johnny Wilson, who's probably bigger than Harold Perkins. <laughs> he <but> is, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. All right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that'll be a good game. I like it. All right, well, shifting gears quite a bit here. Um, still on football, good. though. <laughs> yeah, still on football. This is this is great news. Yeah, uh, I think our jobs are actually safe for a little while, Michael. Yeah, um, I think they are. Uh, so I, th- I think this made national news for how ridiculous it is. In the Columbus Dispatch, I... Did you did you find anything on like what actually happened or did they keep this under wraps? Like so yeah, they definitely kept it under wraps because I googled it uh, like the next day to to kind of show other people and uh, it was already edited, which is fine. Like yeah, like they you know. Oh, this is actually fairly. This is actually from a couple weeks ago. So so it's August eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we're a little late to the party, but it, we can't. And, and, let and, it go. and by the by the way, the byline says lead AI. Okay, so the headline. High school team defeats other high school team in high school football action. That if that doesn't That's get a you to read headline, if, let's if do that this. doesn't get you to read the story, nothing will. Okay, now uh, so we're gonna give you guys a little journalism one on one. Here's the lead: two area high schools played a football game on Friday night with one emerging victorious, twenty-one to twelve. I want to know more. I, Tell I, me yeah, more. I gotta read. Read on. The game was tied going into the opening kickoff, but that would soon change when one team would later score. I shit you not. I want to get this tattooed on me. <laughs> I want to. Uh, if 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 you see me, if you read one of my game stories this fall, I, I cover high school sports, like like I think I mentioned in uh, the opening episode, and I cover high school football, so that's what this is is talking about, right? I am gonna try to sneak this into one of my game stories. I really will. <laughs> Just see if it just see if people are paying attention. Keep everybody sharp, right? Sorry, there's more to the article though. 
Both teams hope to learn from this game as they are back in action next Friday night against other opponents. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Seen. <laughs> that, that is top-notch analysis. And um, you know, you know what? Like, fuck whoever did this. It, like, I'm. I, I hope they're fired. And I, I, and I don't say that lightly. I don't. I don't root against people to lose their jobs or anything. But whoever let this go in, you mean because a robot did this? Yeah. Well, fuck that. Computer, you know, fuck yeah. the robot too. Okay. Because like I, dude, I've been told that I, mean, I have to be nice to AIs for when they take over. But if this is what they're going to do when they take right. over, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> no, man, I, I'm just. I'm just saying, you know, putting things in the hands of robots, you get what you deserve, okay? Um, so yeah, yeah, it was a little refreshing, uh, you know, job security is, is, you know, I feel I secure I mean, we've been for hearing now. stuff. We've been hearing yeah, stuff, yeah, I've, you know? I've been nervous, you know, <laughs> that's kind of why we started this podcast. That's a, <laughs> it, it, no, no shit, right? Exactly. It's like, we got to have options, man. So anyway, um, it just, just hilarious, yeah. Job security, it's nice, definitely. Yeah, so I uh, want to give a... Another segment that uh, we're going to do occasionally, hopefully once a week, uh, if it, if if we're on our game, uh, we're going to give each other some homework. Uh, I think I think Tori might have even mentioned it earlier in this early in the show. I did. Actually, well, no, you you did your your homework already. You watched Office Space. So I what watched did, what Office did you think? Space. It was a really good movie. It was a really good movie. So I'd seen the opening opening clip. I think I showed you last year. I was like, "This is hilarious!" Where where he's in the car and he's he's listening to the rap music and then he turns. Yeah, it. that was just like a clip on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, right? I, I yeah, saw. Yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, you should watch." He's like, "Yeah, that's off." Tori was like, "Yeah, that's office." Dude, I've, seen, I've like, seen that fuck? movie fifty what times. The? He's like, "You need to watch that." And that was a year ago, and I just watched it the other day. So uh, <laughs> homework check. You know, a little late, but it's it's nonetheless. It was quite really good watch. Quite possibly the best like opening. For, I mean, the whole movie's great, but pro- possibly the best like opening. You know, thirty minutes. Yeah, really you know, easy watch. Like character development, yeah. you know, just like I mean, it was all seamless, you know. So, um, Office Space, great movie. Yeah, um, but, but I have homework. Yeah, you, know? you have homework. Uh, remember Bishop Sycamore? You remember that whole thing? Yeah, the whole fraudulent. Yeah, the fake thing. high school. Yeah, so HBO just dropped a uh, a documentary on it called BS High. Oh, which is I, I, I was wondering when this was going to come up. Yes. Yeah. So go. BS High, great name, great yeah, name. Yeah. Whoever came well up done. with that name, well done. Um, yeah, so basically, like, as, as a surprise to nobody, I don't want to spoil too much to you or the listeners, but uh, their coach is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's the whole premise of the, of the documentary. And he's, he's interviewed the entire time, and he is, like, this narcissistic fucking asshole. He loves his... I hate uh, that I'm recommending you watch it because... To like, give him any attention I'm, at I'm all. I'm feeding into it. Like, this is exactly <laughs> what he wanted, right? Like, he fucked up kids' lives, like... And he just does. He has no remorse for it whatsoever. I, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. But he fucked up kids' lives. He stole a bunch of money. He he he's a, he's a con man is essentially what he is. And he has no remorse. And he's like, look at me. I'm on HBO. Like, <laughs> fuck you. And it's it's terrible. But it's a great watch. It's only like 90 minutes. It's, All right. It's it's really good. So sorry, you know, Netflix. Uh, HBO. HBO. Yeah, yeah. So like you know. Oh shit! Where the fuck? I don't have HBO. I'll give you. I'll give you my my buddy's login that I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that's it. laughs> all right, I'll I'll definitely I'll find a way. I'll find a way to watch it. Um, all right, one a uh, couple more uh, NFL tidbits here. Um, as previously mentioned, Mr. Mawson is a Patriots fan, and uh, I mean, really, this is you know this is definitely relevant NFL news. I, I thought this was crazy seeing Matt Coral, uh, from, you know, cut by the Panthers after one year. He's a third round pick. You don't see that often. You don't. Like I, we were, we used to be in an era where like sixth round picks and seventh round picks were were safe for a while too. I feel like, and yeah, we, yeah, we've usually. recently like come to the 
conclusion that or the NFL has that like, oh, okay, like we can we can cut ties with like sixth round pick or seventh round pick if they aren't showing stuff in camp, but never really a third rounder. It's usually like the third year or even the fourth um, before they get caught, especially a quarterback. Especially right? a quarter. Yeah, I mean, because there's just so much scheme wise. It's like you don't want to. You don't want to dump a guy. Hell, he can, he can take secrets to, to other teams and stuff because right. if they end. But you know, there's I think there's a couple of different you know potential reasons for this. Like on the one hand, it's like are are a lot of teams because this is in the wake. You know, a couple of days after Trey Lance, right? And are teams giving up on guys too soon, or do they think they can give up on guys too soon? Because again, kind of playing into my narrative of like it is easier to play the position these days. Um, you know, what I, mean? I mean, you know, you just you don't you don't need the toughness. That, I'm not saying they're not tough, so don't don't everybody take me out of context. But you don't need the toughness you used to need. Well, he didn't even and get a chance. Like that's that's the crazy part to me. Is also he, true. He, yeah, he was hurt all the last year. Like he did not play. Like how how are you giving up on this guy on um, two preseasons? Is is literally all you got of him? But again, I mean, like cleaned house, right? New coach, G, new GM. So I guess they were just like, yeah. But is Mac? He's not. He's not a could threat they not, to could start. They, well, that's and the other thing is, could they really not have at least pulled a fifth or a sixth rounder for him? You know, you think that you could at minimum. You, get you, you like got him under Fol- contract for I mean, three years. Ki- like three three kicker trades happened on deadline day where or, or cut down day, for, not for, deadline for day seventh rounders, for seventh right? rounders. Yeah. Like you can get like for a third round pick from last year, you should be able to get a seventh rounder. So this brings me to my other possibility is did it get around the league already that now this guy doesn't have how, it? how, well, well, no. So, I mean, I asked the same thing about Trey Lance though, is it's like, you know, or at least within Panthers, you know, world, you know I mean? Did they, did, were they just like, no, like this guy is not even close to, I mean, again, you, you would think you could get a fifth or a sixth rounder out of a, out of a third. I guess round that's talent, a viable take. I just don't buy it. I mean, how, Oh yeah. I, how I'm many, just asking questions. Here. How many days was he legitimately in pads throwing the football in Carolina? Like legitimately in pads throwing the football. And yeah. It's, how it's long was he pre- hurt last year? He, yeah. he missed the entire year. So he got hurt during a joint practice, I believe, against the Patriots, if if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, to get cut as a third rounder the next year, that so is so like like I'm legitimate like 50 practices maybe, yeah, like in pads, like maybe if, no if that yeah totally um, that that seems like a crazy crazy time to to cut a guy. But yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's it's similar to Trey Lance. It's a buy low opportunity. I don't think he's gonna inflict a, any change in New England right away, but. Hey, if if Mac gets hurt and they need a guy, and you know, let's see what he does. I mean, what does it hurt? I mean, again, I mean, knowing the situation in New England, it could be a guy to push Mac Jones too. And but. the funny thing is, he he was like the Panthers traded up to get him. They and they traded with the Pan- the Patriots, believe it or not, to to get him. So that is, uh, that is kind of <laughs> weird. So so they they didn't just take their pick. They they gave New England an extra pick. So. Uh, the trade ended up being essentially Matt Corral for uh, Bailey Zappi, funny enough, and uh, Patriots rookie linebacker um, this year. What, what's his oh, name? Oh, uh, Mapu, Marte yeah, Mapu. Matu, yeah. I'm not going to pretend to know if, if he's <laughs> an impact maker or not at this point, but, you know, a third-round pick, so we'll see what, what he does. Probably just a depth piece right now. But, but now one year later, they're all on the Pats. Because yeah. well, Zappi's on the practice yeah, squad, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. So funny how that works. All right, and uh, just one other one other note here. Um, you know, Gil Brandt at uh, 91 years old. Uh, I, I read this guy's columns all the time. They talk about another OG. Um, 
you know, <laughs> and a funny tidbit that I just uh, read, he left when Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys, but he was the VP of player personnel for 20 years oh, with the no Cowboys. Um, so what's that, three rings for him? Yep. Um, guy that really, like, you know, he was an innovator, guy that, you know, really leaned into analytics, you know, before it was cool. Um, uh, you, you know, using using computers more in the in the – you know, and uh, scouting of players and everything like that. And I read this guy had so many columns and articles on NFL.com, and I like little nerdy twelve-year-old Tori was reading all these ones. Um, and and just another funny tidbit too, like um, so when he when he got out of college, he was a photographer that specialized in taking pictures of new newborn babies. When he was like straight out of college, like I I, I saw it on uh, multiple pages. Yeah, this is a man legit. that can do it all. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so you know, rest in peace, Gil Brandt, ninety-one years old. Um, but anyway, so that's uh, you know, so now we're gonna move on to the uh, you know, the more lighthearted ending of our show because we are rays of sunshine and yes, sir. Uh, you know we're, i like to think we are yeah or or really we're dickheads for about an hour and then we so <laughs> we, we we try to end on a positive note at least so when tori leaves he's like oh that was really good you know yeah. so um so you know we'll give a, a shout out to nationaltoday.com they have a uh just a, a comprehensive list of all the holidays and all the all the national days you know that things that were um you know, signed into law by, you know, whatever president or governor or all these things. So, you know, it's important to celebrate every day. That's kind of the, that's kind of the message here. For sure. For sure. And there's literally something to celebrate on every single day of the year. Um, you know, sometimes we throw in some, some historical stuff too. It's good to be well-rounded individuals. You know, we're not just sports guys, you know, and we're, and we're sensitive. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we got a lot this or, you know, it's the first of the month uh, we're recording on, on Friday, so uh, yep. so we get some some month uh, long celebrations for you guys as well. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come in hot. It's uh it's National Velociraptor Awareness Month. Now I'm not really sure what they mean by that. Um, like do I do I need to be aware of Velociraptors? I, I'm or? aware that they no longer exist. <laughs> so, I'm aware that it's the coolest dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I you know I think some people would debate that, but let's some people would say T Rex, but it's just let's like, be honest. You knew T Rex was coming. Like the Velociraptors would sneak the fuck up. On yeah, it, and T Rex's you know? arms are way too short. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. The, the um, and plus you know like the yeah the ra the raptors you know like they 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 were fast. They were the, they were like the uh, which are the ones that could fly. There, um, there was a dinosaur that could fly. That pterodactyls. Yeah, those ones are pretty yeah. cool too. Yeah, minus their. The stupid way that their name is spelled, but you know. yeah, and their screech. I hate their screech. Yeah, that's true too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, so we'll get serious for a second here, though. Um, it is Suicide Awareness Month, um, so you know, I, you know, I, I'm a veteran. I, you know, I don't really talk about it much, but you know, I've been pretty, I've been pretty down in different times in my life, um, and it's really the one thing, at least as veterans, and I think it's you know people in general don't when they're that down they don't want to talk to anybody and it's literally yeah. the best thing that you can fucking do so um so if you're if you feel like you do want to hurt yourself just just talk to somebody and connect and realize and realize that you're not alone yeah it's um, cliche but i think i think everyone has um dark times in their life it's just a, it's a part of life unfortunately and uh just having an outlet to go to whether it's talking to your friend or significant other or Whoever it is, a therapist. I mean, it's just uh, it's the healthy thing to do, and it, it can it can provide a lot of perspective. Yeah, I mean, whatever. We're not doctors, but it's just like there's literally always something to live for. Um, Agreed. 
and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is in yeah. poor taste, but it is Sex Awareness Month. And um, so, you know, that's one thing to usually live for, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I kind of recollect that September is Sex Awareness Month because when I went to school at uh, University of New Hampshire, um, th- there was always this craze about sex bingo. And it, was, it would happen during September where okay, wait so wait so how do you, not, hang on like how do you play sex oh okay, okay. i was gonna say how so do you play sex you, you bingo, just play regular but... bingo and you get oh you get okay sex, i got you, like, I got you. Prizes. you get you know a vibrator some condoms or some lube okay or, so it wasn't like do uh, this there act. was a stripper pole actually <laughs> at one of the they would play it weekly and in one week there was a stripper pole that you could win no so shit. uh yeah i don't <laughs> i mean that kind of a does wild it come marketing. with free installation though because i feel yeah, like that seems like i mean there's no way that they let that happen in the dorm yeah that's a campus apartment and a violation and then you're not gonna have your security deposit back i don't know how it works i don't know i didn't win i didn't go <laughs> when you said sex bingo though i was definitely picturing like you know perform this favor and and you get to fill that spot <laughs> yeah, on your there, sheet. there goes like, the g42 for you uh, yeah <laughs> okay so all right and uh so from condoms to condiments it's national condiment month what's your what is Smooth. your favorite yeah, yeah right and that was uh, see you fucked up the segue <laughs> what's your favorite condiment is um is mayonnaise an instrument? Sorry. So, uh, wait, so you're, not, you're not really going to say mayonnaise. That's a SpongeBob you? reference. Well, like, is oh, aioli is aioli uh, considered like a? Condiment? Oh yeah, for like, sure, for like, sure. Yeah, like aioli, spe- like spicy aioli, or or not spicy, like spicy on a burrito, but like chipotle aioli, like almost on anything. Just add some flavor. Yeah. What about yeah. yours? Um, dude, I'm I'm getting into uh, chipotle sauce. Or just, wait, what the hell am I saying? Chick fil A sauce. Chick fil A sauce is great. Dude, my brain is fried. I don't, I don't really like it in the store though. I it, it doesn't hit the same as it does like at oh, the like restaurant. It, as it is in the you know yeah, the, the little in bucket, the little packets in the little packets. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we have Chick Chick fil A sauce at home though, and I, I I'm a big fan honestly. Yeah, it's good. Um, all right. Uh, so that's that's all like the you know the notable month monthly uh for september however coming up uh so saturday september 2 international bacon day mike didn't we didn't we just see a bacon day was that it must have been national or regional or i don't uh, know maybe what it, it was vermont bacon day yeah i don't know but hey man um but do you really need a reason to celebrate bacon no i mean it's pretty good so international bacon day september 2 um also national tailgating day which is one of my favorite pastimes I've li- I've like literally never tailgated. Uh, we gotta. The only college football games I've been to are my own. The podcast is gonna take take on a, uh, a college game day soon, and we'll we'll tailgate. We'll we'll do the real thing. Um, I went to Arizona State for a are little. Are we gonna bit. go mobile with the podcast? Are we gonna bring we, the podcast yeah, to a? Fuck it, let's do it. Let's do it. But uh, ASU's tailgates aren't you know they're not a power conference by any means, or they're in a power conference, but they're not a power program. Still very fun, you know, drinking with your friends, getting some good food. Dude, you weren't even born yet when ASU was a power pro. Like Jake Plummer. I mean, you've at least Jake heard of snake. him, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, because there was a time. Went to, went to Ohio State. I've been to one game day, Ohio State versus Penn State. Um, oh, when game day was there? Yeah, I got my sign on ESPN. I was like, I had to, oh, my arms hurt so bad after that. It was like hours and hours. And that was a noon <laughs> kickoff. So, like, like, it's legit, man. Like, in Columbus, like... We were waking up at five. I I I drink. I downed. I downed an entire bottle of champagne by like eight a.m., which no human should do. Wow. Um, I did lie. I have been to one college football game, but it wasn't like I don't think. It, I wonder if game day's ever even been there. UNLV. 
<laughs> like, I mean, maybe they've been, I, to, like, they've been to like James Madison, right? So maybe they have. Oh, and have UNLV has been like, they were, they were a program. Like they were good for basketball. a little bit, right? No, oh, football. I don't think football oh, was ever gotcha, good. Gotcha. Um, so I, want, I went and watched them whoop on some FCS school. Um, yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, let's see, September 3rd, uh, so that's uh, this Sunday, is National Skyscraper Day. Just wanted to uh, I, I give everybody my recommendation. Don't stay at the Stratosphere if you go to Vegas. There are way better hotels to stay in. Um, but go to the Stratosphere. See, that's something I didn't do when I was out You're there. You're an asshole. I didn't, have, didn't I even tell you to do that? Like, that's, <laughs> it's literally did. my number one tip for everybody that goes to other than Other than take it easy the first night. If you've got like three or four nights, take it easy the first night. Hydrate like a motherfucker before you get there. Go to bed early and then just and then just hit it hard from there. If you have and nobody more than, listens, nobody ever listens, and if, then you didn't even listen to my stratosphere advice if, either. If you have more than four nights in Vegas, you need to reevaluate your life. You should not be doing more than four nights in Vegas. That's Michael's advice. I mean, oh, I guess you live there, so sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, but I mean, we lived like half an hour away from the strip practically, so it's like yeah, yeah. it wasn't the Vegas you're, that everybody pictures. You know, you, like if you live there, you don't go down to the strip. You avoid the strip yeah. unless like, well, unless you go to UNLV, which you, you basically have to cross the strip every day. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway. Um, so go to the stratosphere, though. It's awesome. It's uh, You're like a thousand feet up in the air. There's, is that my, there's, there's rides at the top. Is that my homework? That's, that's, your, that's your long-term homework. I was going to say, that's that might, your, might not be obtainable pretty soon. But um, but yeah, when you go to Vegas, you should go to Stratosphere just for the view. Um, I'll send you a selfie next time I'm in Vegas. literally at helicopters flying below you. It's cool. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. And we got September 4th. Labor Day. Uh, uh, Labor Day is National Eat an Extra Dessert Day. What a perfect day for that. Yeah, uh, perfect. Exactly. Uh, I'm working. You working? You're not working. Right? I fucking always work. I'm probably working. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're probably <laughs> both working. Whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, was it uh, Parks and Rec? Treat yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you know what? Like, love yourself. Yeah, you got a few extra pounds on you like me. Like, whatever. It's one fucking day. And go work what's it your, What's your go-to dessert? Go-to dessert? I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's you know probably like Ben and Jerry's fish food or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd like you know, it's ice cream, and then like, but if I'm doing like if I'm at like a fancy restaurant, you know, like that, like you know, like Cherry's Jubilee kind of stuff. Ooh, or, okay. Uh, yeah. Go off. I'm just not. I'm not really a big like cake guy. That's really like the only thing. You know. I oh, you know, you. you know, what I do like is like the skillet cookies though, with, with <sighs> some ice cream. With some ice cream, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, hit or miss. Like they can be really bad. I'm a. I like cupcakes, like convenience. Just give me a cupcake. Oh, it's like, like red velvet or birthday cake, just or what's like your a chocolate chocolate cupcake, man? Just Basic. Go classic. Don't, don't mess yeah. with a classic. Yeah. All right, and that's gonna do it for us this week. Um, we will be back. Looks like Tuesday. Tuesday. We'll have plenty of college football to talk about. Obvious, you know, we're gonna be pre- previewing the NFL games. Probably talk about some betting lines. And um, it's the best time of the sports calendar. It's September. Uh, we're, we're in September, it. September, October. It's yeah. beautiful. Let's do this. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you again for being here. And uh, come on back for episode three in a few days. See you guys.